0: Get ready for a new episode of CSB Broadcast, where Community State Bank links you to the communities of Southeast Wisconsin and provides a unique opportunity to learn about the people, businesses, events, and financial opportunities happening near you. Community State Bank is a locally owned and operated community bank that has served the communities of Racine, Kenosha, and Walworth counties since 1898. To learn more about Community State Bank, visit us online at csb.bank. Community State Bank is member FDIC and an equal housing lender.
1: Thank you for joining our podcast today at Community State Bank. We're happy to welcome Carolyn Frisch with us from the United Way of Kenosha County. And I'm Laura Burnett Shoemaker with Community State Bank. And we also have Robert Peroni with us today as well. So Carolyn, we're really happy to have you here and we're looking forward to learning more about United Way and some of the plans that you have coming up with us. So maybe you could tell us, I think a lot of people are familiar with the organization, but maybe you can tell us a little bit about United Way and specifically the chapter in Kenosha County and and how you came to join them.
2: Thank you so much, thank you, Laura, thank you, Robert, thank you to Community State Bank for allowing me this opportunity to be able to talk about United Way and the work that we're doing in the community. So first and foremost, United Way, is one of the largest networks of nonprofit organizations in the world. There are over 1,600 uh, United Way affiliates uh, across the world uh, doing great work in their communities. Um, United Way focuses on bringing their communities together, so each affiliate brings communities together to create and implement and support community led programs and agencies that strengthen particular areas of work. So we focus on education, uh, financial stability, economic mobility, and health. And um, United Ways are locally governed by their own um, uh, nonprofit board of directors. Uh, they have local staff. So we here um, in Uni- at United Way of Kenosha County um, are very fortunate to have a great group of people, um, 19 individuals currently on our board that, that live and work That's in Kenosha a huge County. board. Yeah. Yes, and uh, four staff members and uh, you know hundreds of volunteers that help out, that, that really do great work across the community. So um, United Way of Kenosha County, uh, we've been uh, in the community for 100 years. We're actually celebrating our centennial anniversary this year, and I know we'll talk a little bit more about that That's later. Fantastic. Thank you, yes. And um, uh, we started as most United Ways uh, did back in the 1900s, early 1900s. In 1923, we started as the Community Chest Association. Association of Kenosha. And there were 15, um, what they said in the newspaper, what I read was 15 concerned citizens who came together um, to start this community, community chest. And they supported eight agencies raised um, in today's terms, would would be over a million dollars that first wow. year. Incredible. Um, yeah, it was incredible. And, and, and they like, our listeners today, um, I think, are not only concerned about, about community, but also really invested in the community in which they live and want to make sure that we continue to progress in a positive way um, in all of those areas, helping individuals, families, and the community as a whole uh, reach you know a brighter future, right?
3: So, Carolyn, I know you've been with the United Way for a few years now. Please tell us more. What what brought you to the United Way of Kenosha County?
2: Sure, um, definitely. So uh, I guess I would kind of maybe start my journey as You know, how did I get started with United Way to begin with? Um, I grew up in Milwaukee, um, have been a donor and volunteer with United Way up in Milwaukee um, going back 20 years. Um, Started with my first job out of college, uh, donating through my payroll. paycheck to the, uh, to the United Way up there. Um, and then in 2013, um, I came down to Kenosha to work for Carthage College. And uh, that's when I first got involved with the local Kenosha chapter of United Way. And my first kind of assignment, so to speak, was volunteering. Uh, I worked, with, I was on the uh, Readers Are Leaders event uh, that they have every year on Dr. Seuss's birthday. To, traditionally, it's March 2nd every year. Um, and then uh, helped with playground painting and was also a donor through um, Carthage, through my payroll, and then also um, helped lead the um, fundraising at Carthage for uh, United Way of Kenosha County. So um, that uh, in and of itself was just a lot that I knew about the organization. Didn't obviously know everything when I first applied for the job, but I felt really comfortable with uh, the work that they were doing um, as a volunteer, as a donor, and when the opportunity presented Itself, I knew I had to to take advantage of it. So,
3: that's
1: fantastic. It that wonderful. I know that I started um, donating to the United Way. I think with my first job, so when I was 16 years old, which is they're just such a good organization, and you support so many different. Groups within mm-hmm. the community. How many different um, entities or nonprofits do you work with and support through United Way?
2: Yeah, currently we're supporting um, 15 uh, different programs, 14 actual 14 agencies, and um, in that. And uh, last year, well, this current year, I'm sorry, uh, we are giving out $125,000 um, of the money that we raise back out into the community to those nonprofit organizations.
1: That's wonderful. That's that's
3: so awesome. That's yeah. fantastic. So can you talk? a little bit about like kenosha county as a whole and some of you don't have to say specifically what businesses are so forth but how united way campaigns have been going and what what you're seeing for the future
2: sure um well that's great we're actually um campaign season so to speak is kind of starting up we're really gearing up um we've transitioned to more of kind of i would say more of a year-round campaign okay. because we have um some organizations that um run in spring, which is great. Uh, But basically, uh, how the campaign's going, we're reaching out to our current campaign's now setting up times to come in and meet with their staff. We were at a local grocer earlier this week talking with management at their store about the, about the um, organization and what we're supporting. And so a lot of time right now is just really meet and greet, talking to people, sharing the work that we're doing, um, constantly wearing my United Way Live United t-shirt everywhere <laughs> I go, um, and then also recruiting for volunteers, too. We're doing a lot of volunteer recruitment as well.
3: So in, in somewhat of the same context of, with Kenosha County as a whole, can you, can you kind of dive into a few of the programs or how you support the community in a whole?
2: Yes. Yeah. So first and foremost, going back to the work that how we got started is the community chest. I mean, we're still living and breathing that to this day. So that legacy of supporting uh, health and human services agencies in our community is strong. Um, and what we have done over the course of probably the last two to three decades is adding additional programs that the community needed um, that align with those focus areas that I mentioned, education, uh, economic mobility and health. So one of the um, most kind of, I would say, sought after programs that we have that I know we have a lot of of individuals that um, take part in is our volunteer income tax assistance program. We're pretty uh, known for that and thanks to our partners at Carthage College and UW Parkside who actually started that program back in the uh, mid to late 1990s, which doesn't seem, seems like a long time ago, but it really, I don't know. For me, it's like feels like it was almost yesterday, right? Um, but they started the program for us. Uh, they started the program in the community and United we took it over, um, over a decade ago. So we've been running it for, I'd say about 13, 14 years um, and annually we have 800 to 1,000 people. That That we provide tax service for every year. Um, It's a strong program, bringing back at least 1.6 million in tax refunds back to taxpayers. Um, That's incredible. That goes back to that whole economic mobility piece. You know, wanting to make sure that people get every um, tax refund that they desire, they deserve, I should say. Um, And uh, also the thing of it is is that um, we know that there are other places that they could go to get their taxes done, um, but at a cost of 200 or maybe $300 to be able to get that done. People that we're focusing on are on a fixed income. They're making less than $58,000 a year, which $57,000 a year is the median income in Kenosha County. So a lot of people qualify um, in our community to participate in that program. And um, we have a lot of people that come back year after year um, to be able to get that assistance. They really appreciate the service that we provide, and the volunteers are top notch. We've got a, a group, um, many who've been with the with volunteering. Uh, year over year over year. We have one volunteer in particular, Sue Milky, who's actually been um, a volunteer with the program going back to its days at, with Carthage and Parkside, actually, um, and she was the catalyst to get it to come to United Way of Kenosha County. So we're very fortunate to have someone like her on staff that's just got that breadth of knowledge, um, and she's able to um, answer any questions that you know our new um, uh, volunteers have, and she works really well with our student volunteers. We still pull Um, several volunteers from Carthage and Parkside and Gateway uh, to be able to support the program.
1: That's That's fantastic. I think one of the great things about that program too is that anybody can volunteer and you provide training for them so they don't have to come in with this great knowledge of accounting services yeah you you teach them what they need to know to help that
2: that's such a great point laura because i know that most times when people think about taxes they're like oh i mean even myself i'm not a numbers person (laughs) sorry i'm in a bank i don't like i'm not a numbers person um i'm getting better though you're doing fantastic (laughs) thank (laughs) you thank you um but uh, you know it's, it can be intimidating, right? Mm-hmm. And so what we do, what what's great about the program in terms of a volunteer sense, you know, in addition to the fact that you don't need to have that background, is that we have different types of opportunities. So you can come in and you can just start as like a greeter uh, and helping to welcome somebody. You can you can be someone that helps do intake, you know, get the paperwork. So you're not actually doing the taxes. Um, we definitely need a lot of people that can actually do the taxes, mm-hmm. uh, but you know we need all all sorts of people to be able to make sure that that program runs efficiently. We run it at four sites um, every year from February 1st to um, April 15th. We always book up. We're usually booked up by mid-March, which I, if wow. we could get more volunteers, we could probably could open up more um, appointments and more sites and things of that nature. And, Hoping that we're able to do that in the years in the years to come.
1: So. On average, how many people do you have volunteer for that program?
2: I would say anywhere between thirty-five to forty-five um, on any given year, but we're really hoping to top fifty this year. That's that, wonderful. That, that's the goal for that program. So. That's
3: fantastic. I know you. I know you guys have a lot of service hours, and you do a lot of different mm-hmm. events, and you're always looking for volunteers. Can you talk about some of those events that you hold and that you've had? For for example, the the day of caring and so yeah,
2: forth. Yeah, that was a, that's a fabulous day. So um, we uh, we did a day of caring back on April 1st, and this was really to honor that legacy of volunteerism. I mean, we started with 15 people who volunteered their time to raise money for the community. So that is at the crux and the heart of our work. We are still uh, a strong band, a legion of volunteers out in the community. And so um, with uh, the help of our friends at um, Leadership Kenosha, uh, we had a group of five people that that assisted myself and the staff at United Way to be able to pull that day off. Um, Just one day, fanning out across the county, we were at uh, 11 different uh, nonprofit agencies, over 150 people got together and did a bunch of projects. And, you know, this is... The other thing that was just—it was so incredible—to first of all see all those people together—it warms my heart. It's actually the photo on my laptop, the the wallpaper on, on my laptop. So every day I get to see that photo um, that we took of everybody in their in their United Way shirts with the banner and stuff like that. Because um, that's the reason why I do this work, and that is the reason why people um, volunteer with United Ways because they want to come together and they they want to do uh, impactful work helping the community. So needless to say, um we're still, uh, we're looking to do another one of these in spring, probably not April 1st. Uh, again, there was a little bit of snow that day, um, but um, thanks to everyone, Robert included, uh, who came out um, and representing the community, helping um, many nonprofits out there um, do the great, continue to do the great work that they've been doing. It's helped us to be able to build even stronger connections with those community investment partners. Uh, one of the things when I first started, um, I think a lot of that had to do because of uh, the pandemic and COVID was, you know, we, we had separated a lot um, and were more of a grantor than, than a partner. And, you know, in talking to uh, those agencies, I wanted to see how could we be seen more as a partner in their work, really supporting their missions as well. Um, and, and so through that day and other opportunities that we've cultivated over the last, you know, several, the last two years that I've been there, um, been able to see more of a, of a, as a volunteer partner in their work as well.
3: So you continue to talk about all these wonderful things that you guys did. We just talked about the Day of Caring, and I know you mentioned early on your Readers Are Leaders. Can you touch on that program as well?
2: Yes. uh, Thank you, Robert. So Readers Are Leaders is a homegrown program. So this is something that's definitely unique to Kenosha County. Reading tutoring is not unique, but the program itself actually was started by a local uh, educator from the Kenosha Unified School District. And so we're very fortunate to be able to develop that program and continue to enhance it. And basically what it does is uh, pairs adult tutors with children in grades kindergarten through third grade uh, to do reading tutoring once a week for about 30 minutes uh, each session. So we are in four schools. We are in McKinley, Forest Park, Brass, and Epsola. And so at each school, we're gonna be looking for a group of volunteers to come in at different times during the school day to work with those students. Uh, Primarily, the students that that we focus on are those that are um, below reading grade proficiency uh, and need just a little bit of help to kind of get them over the hump basically get them to that proficiency standard Um, one of the things that I talk about often when I meet with individuals and groups and things like that is the reading proficiency rate in our community Uh, right now we're looking at I believe it's 32 percent in third grade so you know more than half of our students in third grade are not reading at grade level and that's an early predictor of you know uh, potential outcomes as an adult, right, in terms of how that could affect them in terms of their earnings and their civic participation and their ability to volunteer and things of that nature, right? So we want to make sure that we are there to help um, set up as many students for success, help out their families, help out these teachers, uh, help out the schools and, and get more kids on track um, to be reading at grade level.
3: Can you talk a little bit about what's expected of of the tutor of the the one that's helping the, the kids?
2: Yeah, definitely. So um, one is we ask uh, all the tutors to complete a background check. So everybody's got to go through go through a background check. Um, once they um, have been approved, they get uh, training from the district. So we've partnered with the district to be able to do that. We usually have like a group training session, and then after that, you are paired with a student at one of the school one of the schools that I mentioned, and then you meet with that student at the same time. Uh, every week, once a week, when school is in session, from basically the end of October until mid to late May, uh, and then um, you read with them every time. So usually there's kind of like a standard way of doing things. And as it as you progress through the year, it may change a little bit, but you're gonna start with just kind of talking to them. A lot of it, a lot of it in the beginning is just building relationships. Sure. Okay. So just like, who are you? Who am I? What are we doing here? Um, and then uh, the actual reading and then you incorporate some writing in there so that 30 minutes goes by pretty quickly I can imagine. Um, and then it changes you know it, as the the day the weeks progress as the student gets more prepared and so uh, in addition to that uh, the books change too so the reading interventionist or the teacher uh, who uh, is working with that student as well they're also putting in new books over time, as the child progresses, as their, their reading and in, uh, proficiency increases, so you're seeing different uh, materials that are coming in that you can work with the student on. And uh, my colleague Marissa, she's the one that leads that program. She provides weekly tutor tips mm-hmm. to the tutors, kind of reminders that we send out. So we've got an email that goes out to them weekly. We try to be very hand, hands-on with the tutors and, and help them out. And then we have... Um, former educator Steve Hartfield, who um, also helps with the program as well. So he's kind of like our ears on the ground. He goes into the schools, um, checks on the tutors, checks on tutor logs and all that kind of other stuff. So, um,
1: yeah, that's basically the program. It's wonderful to hear that. And, again, it's just another example of how you prepare the volunteers to make sure that they can do a good job Mm -hmm. um, and really help those students. The number, the reading proficiency, that number I think is staggering. Mm-hmm. And I would assume that um, this is an area where you would really like to see oh. some volunteers, and could do even more if you could.
2: Yeah, we our our goal is to get to a hundred. We're hoping okay. to get to hundred this year, um, and we're. We, I think we can. I think we can do it because across the four sites and everything like that. The biggest thing, you know, is that it's it's a commitment because right. it's once a week to be able to go in. You know, if you're if you're working, um, be able to leave work for an hour once a week. Probably go, mm-hmm. you know, drive time and all that kind of other stuff. Um, but if we right. could get a couple more people on board to be able to help, that retirees, um, most definitely, that maybe have a little bit more flexibility in their schedule. Sure. Um, students potentially from the colleges. So we're looking at different avenues. I'm actually going over to a college org fair later today to to talk about this opportunity and other opportunities that we have within the organization to recruit some more volunteers. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really important um, for our community, absolutely mm-hmm. to be able to do that. To be, and so once again, going back to what is Way, we're bringing the community together to right. support those in, in need in our community.
3: So you mentioned a few a few different ways to volunteer within your organization. If somebody wanted to volunteer and they're listening to this wonderful podcast, <laughs> how would they reach out to you or what would be the best avenue for them to become a volunteer for the United Way?
2: Yeah, that's great. So you can always go to our website, KenoshaUnitedWay.org. Uh, in the upper right-hand corner, there's a um, button that says Volunteer. It takes oh, you to our, our volunteer page. Um, and then we've partnered with United Way of Wisconsin and Serve Wisconsin uh, for uh, what they call Volunteer Wisconsin. So there's a lot of Wisconsin. Wisconsin since that. Um, but Volunteer Wisconsin is the platform that we use to post all of our, our volunteer opportunities. Oh, excellent. So anything from one day opportunities to longer opportunities, committee volunteer opportunities, I mean, you name it, we put it all on there, but it's also on our website too. And you can always call our office, 262 658 41. 04 um, and we'd be happy to uh, direct you to the appropriate person to talk to you about any volunteer opportunities or if you're looking for volunteers too quite frankly I know we have a lot of corporate um, uh, sponsors and partners that we have that from time to time are looking to have maybe an outing for their employees and and so if they're not really sure like who to connect with we're happy to help make those connections as well either within the work that we're doing or one of our community investment partner agencies.
3: That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I know we've kind of skipped over this a couple of times because we wanted to spend a little bit of time on it, but you guys are celebrating your 100th year, you know, from the community chest to United Way of Kenosha County today. And I know you guys have an event coming up here on November 11th. Can you talk to us a little bit about that event and what you're looking at?
2: Yeah. I was like visioning, like, this has got to be like the biggest party of the year. That was my, (laughs) you know, I'm like, we, this community, um, really, I mean, for a hundred years, all the support that we've received from, uh, the donations, the fundraising to the volunteers, to the advocacy, the work that, that, that we've collectively done needs to be celebrated and highlighted. Absolutely. And so, um, I, was thinking, like, what are we going to call this? Like, you know, I just – I didn't want it to just be, like – I mean, gala's great. It's a great word, and everybody uses gala. But this is just a little bit more special. Um, So we settled on Centennial Jubilee. I was thinking of Queen Elizabeth. I don't know what she (laughs) (laughs) – she popped in my mind, and I was like, man, she has these great jubilees. Like, this is – this was I like exciting, it. right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So the Centennial Jubilee at night to celebrate November 11th um, at Carthage College. We're going to be kicking things off around five o'clock uh, with a nice cocktail hour, um, and then we'll transition to a program about six fifteen in the uh, in the evening. Uh, we're going to have a whole host of um, silent auction items because, in addition to it being a celebration of all that great work, we're also fundraising for the sure. organization too, and to continue our our mission. So uh, we've got a a bunch of great opportunities. We're going to have a, uh, at least one or two travel packages. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of local, uh, locally grown uh, opportunities and it's gonna be a, a great night to be able to showcase the impact that we've had in the community, to honor uh, longstanding volunteers and supporters, uh, and hopefully take a nod to the future too. Uh, I'm really looking to be able to share some exciting news uh, with the community about the organization and the, and the direction that we're headed. Uh, so we'll see to be to be determined. Stay tuned and come to the event so you can hear more about it.
3: So again, you know, I want to circle back. Where would people find the information about the event?
2: Definitely. So back to United Way, uh, United uh, Back to our website. You can call us, but everything is on is on the website. Fantastic.
1: Carolyn, all of the information you've given us has been so fantastic, and I can tell you, I'm looking forward, I'm gonna be attending the Jubilee, so I'm very much looking forward to that. So, as we ramp up here, can you tell us just a little bit more about different ways that the community can support the organization?
2: Wonderful, thank you, Laura, yes. Um, So, I think first and foremost, visit our website, check us out, go to KenoshaUnitedWay.org, Follow us on social media platforms. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, X, formerly known as Twitter, um, uh, YouTube, and our newest social media platform, TikTok. So get all of the news that you can about the community and what we're doing. Please uh, like and follow and share our our information. The other thing is you can always donate to United Way, donate to our cause. We are in campaign season right now. Hopefully you'll be seeing us at your employer soon or you'll be seeing us out out in the community every dollar helps, supports a lot of different programs, work that's going on in the community. It's very impactful. Uh, And then the other thing is, check out our volunteer opportunities as well. Share them with the community. Share them with individuals that are in your family. Um, One of the things that I found from the the 100-year volunteer event that we had was there was a lot of parents calling with high schoolers that needed to do service hours. So uh, if you're thinking about that, thinking about a a volunteer opportunity for your child uh, later this year, please um, give us a call. Check us out online at KenoshaUnitedWay.org. We're happy to help.
3: Fantastic. You know, I wanted just one more last thing. Sorry to, to jump back in here, but you t- we've talked about the campaigns a couple times. And for the listeners that are out there that may not have an employer-sponsored campaign, and they're and, and they're just listening and saying, hey, maybe we should do that. Again, would that be the best option would be to reach out to you through the website for a campaign?
2: The best option would actually be to contact me directly. Okay. Just give me a call, 262-658-4104, or... Um, C. Frisch, F-R-I-E-S-C-H, at KenoshaUnitedWay.org.
3: Fantastic. Well, Carolyn, we can't thank you enough for everything that you do, everything your organization does, and for joining us today. So thank you.
2: Thank you, Robert. Thank you,
1: Laura. Appreciate it. Thank you, Carolyn. It's a pleasure.
0: Thank you for listening to CSB Broadcast. For more information about Community State Bank or to listen to our other podcasts, please visit us online at csb.bank.